What's up, nerds? ESPN Plus, the ESPN but this was a lost season for the Jets. I did not see a single thing this year that makes you excited to build upon. You you hire somebody that doesn't even understand what an SC Trojan is all about. Like, stop! Hi, I'm Brian Barnhart, voice of the Fighting Illini, and this is your home for Fighting Illini Sports. 98.9 The Game. <laughs> And now, broadcasting live and local from the 98.9 The Game Studios in Effingham, Illinois, it's the starting lineup with Travis Sparks. What are we doing? I'm going to drop the plans for this. And Eric Fry. It's the starting lineup on 98.9 The Game. Welcome in, uh, welcome in uh, to a Wednesday edition. Uh, it's Wednesday, and you know what that means. What's happening out there? This is the starting lineup here on 98.9 The Game ESPN Radio. Travis Sparks, Eric Fry, because we are the uh, starting lineup. Hanging out with you until the noon hour here on ESPN Radio. Coming up for you on your Wednesday, January 11th. 2023 get show lined up for you got to recap everything that happened in the local sports from last night all the boys basketball and there were some girls basketball games that got in there too and we'll take a look at that we'll take a look at the schedule for tonight and we'll also be taking a look at some shootouts coming up in the near future and we'll be taking a look at today wanted to do this as we'll take a look at the NTC girls tournament bracket as we saw the uh, seeds and uh, the uh, matchups and we'll take a look at that coming up later in uh, the uh, program and we'll also hit up on uh, some other stuff that are interesting us in the uh, national sports world NBA NHL NFL we got some news on uh, Tua and we also got another update on uh, DeMar Hamlin as well looks like he is out of a Buffalo hospital uh, now and uh, so uh, discharged from Cincinnati's hospital and then uh, back home to Buffalo and then he went in there too for some observations and it looks like Adam Schefter tweeted out this morning that he was uh, released and discharged from a Buffalo hospital there so uh, very cool to hear here on this uh, Wednesday and uh, we'll also hit up on uh, some MLB as well and uh, that's all coming up here on the program and also some uh, college basketball from uh, last night as well as something interesting that uh, was pointed out uh, when I was coming back from the game uh, last night that I was uh, listening in on ESPN radio them talking about and uh, so we'll take a look at uh, that so uh, it's all coming up here on uh, the uh, starting lineup and uh, thanks for joining us however you are doing so whether you're listening to us live or on the podcast wherever you find your favorite podcast on all your favorite podcasting platforms and of course the starting lineup would not be possible without McMahon Meets, Tingling Insurance Agency, Wet Pools and Spas, Worth Computer Repair and uh, Topless State Bank. 
think. All right, so without further ado, we need to jump right into it, and uh, let's start it off with what we always do. It is First Things First. Before we get into the show... First things first. And we're starting off the show with uh, some uh, college basketball. As you heard right here on uh, 98.9, the uh, game last night, it was the uh, Fighting Illini. They were back in action, and it was uh, no problem there with Nebraska last night. Uh, well, actually, there was a game of runs there mm-hmm. in the second half. Uh, they uh, cut it within four points, I believe, was the closest. But uh, Illinois went on a run to take the big lead, and then Nebraska cut it down to four, and then uh, Illinois eventually got the lead uh, back up there. Um, and uh, Illinois doing what they need to do on the road in the Big Ten to beat Nebraska. And I told you yesterday I was a little worried mm-hmm. about Nebraska pushing Purdue to the brink there in Lincoln. Uh, but uh, overall, great performance last night by uh, the Illini. They win 76-50 to uh, 50 last night over Nebraska. And uh, Terrence Shannon Jr. playing well yep. once again as uh, I think he had half the points at halftime and he ended up with 25 points on the game. It's kind of slow out of the Yates in the second mm-hmm. half. He only had two points early on, uh, but then he eventually uh, got to go in there again and uh, finished with 25 to lead the Illini in the points department to win over Nebraska last night. Very important win last night for Illinois you know we talked about right. hey they've done it at home they've gotten a big 10 win at home now you got to take this energy that they had from last Saturday on the road mm-hmm. and they did and when I checked into this game early on Nebraska was leading right um and so yeah, I was, was kind of like, like a rock fight yeah early on. I was kind of like uh-oh <laughs> uh, yeah uh, here we go right. but no they ended up right in the ship um just uh, you know a great second half uh, mm-hmm. You know, outscoring yeah. Nebraska forty-two to twenty-seven. You're not going to lose a lot of games when you're outscoring your opponents by twenty-seven points. You know, twenty-seven no. points and a half. So, uh, whatever it is that the players have done, Coach yeah. Underwood has done, whatever has happened in the past week, mm-hmm. it's a good thing. Yeah, Keep something it going. Uh, something has uh, clicked. Uh, with the with the team, all of a sudden they've uh, flipped it on and they flipped the switch. And you, uh, you know, offensively it was good in the second half, but holding Nebraska to 27 points, so that means that the defense was there uh, as well. So they're playing some elite defense. And I heard uh, uh, Mr. Epps on the post game show with uh, Brian Barnhart last night and said that they've had just a couple practices where they practiced nothing but defense, mm-hmm. and uh, so it showed that they're playing uh, some elite defense last night. Only 11 turnovers. That was an yeah. issue. They forced 17 of them. That's you're gonna. Win a lot of games to do that they out rebounded nebraska 41 to 33 so they had 13 offensive rebounds travis mm-hmm. that is very important um i they out you know they, they just they had 12 steals did the illini last night and mm-hmm. i know how much you you love him but hey melendez 10 yeah, points sh- off the bench <laughs> shout uh, him out know. shout him out when he does bad so yes. shout him out when he does good yes. too yeah he had a pretty nice performance uh he did make a couple of three-pointers. Yep. Uh, two for six from three. I mean, the Illini didn't shoot well from three. Well, let's be honest. Yeah, Eight of no. 29 is not great um, from three-point land. But um, 
Yeah, my, that, my that's not the very only efficient. Can... Terrence Hayden Jr. not very efficient from yeah. beyond the arc, but that's about it. Coleman Hawkins, one of five. Oh, yeah, I you guess know. so too, yeah. Yeah, you, <laughs> you, you hit the other ones the other day. I know you want to keep shooting them, and, um, you know, but I – Travis, I think this is a, a good thing. Now, Illinois, one and two on the road, definitely kind of trying to get, you know, get back to it. You know, I mean, we talked about this, you know, heading into this this game, kind of this Illini season, like this Illini season, the way it had gone is, whoa, what is going on? What is wrong? I mean, they're still 11 and five. They haven't performed well in the Big Ten, which is a big problem. Yeah. But they're still 11 and five. Mm-hmm. So yep. it's not, you know, doom and gloom. Now you head back home against Michigan State. Michigan State is not what they uh, – ah, I, I take that back. They're 4-1. and one. They're 12-4 and four overall. But you're back at home, so I think you have to feel a little bit of confidence in that. Right. But this is going to be another true test of where this Illini team is at. Right, yeah, and it's also uh, good that it's at, it's at home, so back at the uh, friendly yep. confines there. But, yeah, it just seems like phew, somehow, some way, Michigan State can just throw people yep. out there a year in and year out and spur per se. No. But, uh, you know, they come in and they take care of uh, business, it seems They've, like, every every single time. You know, they yep. only lost by a point to Gonzaga early on in the season, one of their four losses. They, they lost won seven to, straight. Yeah, they lost to Alabama early in the season, and they lost to a Northwestern, and that was their last loss, yeah. and they've won ever since there. So uh, Sparty's coming in super hot. Champagne wins over Nebraska, 74-56, to which is comparable to us, 76-50. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wins over Wisconsin, 69-65. We beat Wisconsin by 10, so uh, they beat them you know, by 4, and then they have a win over Michigan as well. So, mm-hmm. But as we know, Michigan is not good. So, no. um, But, yeah, th- this – this is going to be a test, Travis, and this is going to be what has turned on and can it sustain? Right, yeah. It's been a nice little two-game two, two game stretch of getting back to uh, what uh, Brad Underwood always uh, preached of toughness in the basketball, and it seems like they've been tough the last couple of games. But, yeah, like, like you said, this is going to be the one. And uh, if you're going to win this game or just how well you perform in this game as well. Can I say it? We're well, all thinking it. What's that? This team's played better with Sky Clark not on it. I know. Yeah. I mean, you, you say, like, whatever has happened the that's, last week or so. That's what's happened. That's what's happened, yeah. He's not on the team. He's not on the bench. He's not in the locker room. I don't know. That's the only thing that has changed as it far is. as in front of the camera. We don't know what's happening, you know, behind closed doors and at practices and stuff like that. But the game plan hasn't changed. The way they're playing – you know, defensive rotation, stuff like that, that hasn't changed. Mm-hmm. There's one guy who's not on the team anymore. And this team is now playing like a team. Yeah. And that's what we were saying. We said that after the Missouri loss. This team is not a team. They don't show pride. They're not showing passion. They're doing that now. Yeah. And one guy is not there. Right. Yeah. Funny how that, that works out. <laughs> I'm not saying I'm looks not blaming like from the outside. But I know. I'm just saying it's a weird correlation. Right. Yeah, that really is the only the, the major change that uh, that's happening there. So 
Uh, we, we talked about him the other day, but uh, later on this week, I think tomorrow, uh, Goody's going to go for a, a doctor's appointment. So we'll see what the timeline uh, with him is, if we can uh, get him to be back, not on Friday against Michigan State or right. anything, but uh, maybe at the uh, by the end of the month can have him back into the rotation and get him in there uh, as well. And, yeah, that's the one thing that, that sucks for, for me with this Michigan State game. It's on Friday. Yep. That's high so, school day. Yeah, that, that's high school day. Also, an important matchup uh, on Friday uh, for uh, the Indians. But uh, I guess we'll have to wait and uh, watch it after uh, the the game there and uh, tune in there. But of course, you can hear it live here on the ninety eight nine of the game here, and it's eight o'clock tip. Mm-hmm. Uh, another eight o'clock uh, tip there on a Friday right here on a ninety eight nine. It's going to be uh, Tom Izzo. Coming to Champaign, Sparty uh, comes to town, and uh, yeah, suddenly uh, Illinois, you know, right in the ship, two and three now in the uh, Big Ten. You know, a lot of teams are are clumped in there with uh, two and three. It seems like uh, the Big Ten is doing it to themselves again. They're mm-hmm. kind of cannibalizing themselves with uh, some uh, losses that they yeah. keep trading. You know, a couple of. Uh, games uh, the other day was like yeah what's happening in the Big Ten it's crazy this year again and uh, it just seems like uh, every team in the Big Ten besides Nebraska and Minnesota have winning records yep so and uh, let's see one two three four teams add two and three Nebraska's two and four there so uh, a lot of parity there in the Big Ten once again yeah and you talked about you know we talked about Michigan State and that's who's next you know they got the big win over Wisconsin last night yeah, so they're it's on the be, road yeah they're going to be coming in on a high and so it's definitely going to be a, a big kind of clash of the Titans on Friday night all right yeah and we'll see how it all works out here on a 98-9 on a Friday fighting line versus the uh, Spartans coming up and also uh coming up we're going to be talking to some local sports what happened last night in a boys basketball and a couple of girls basketball games as well occurred last night that's what we're talking about coming up next the starting lineup from 98.9 the game studios we'll be right back i'm probably okay to have one more drink before i drive home I'm probably okay. I open the window to stay alert. Probably okay. I just popped some gum in my mouth. Step out of the car, please. I probably made a mistake. Probably okay isn't okay when it comes to drinking and driving. If you see a warning sign, stop and call a cab, a car, or a friend. Buzzed driving is drunk driving. A message brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council. Start the new year with a career at Sherwin-Williams. We are hiring over 30 warehouse technicians on second and third shift by March 1st. Don't miss out on this opportunity to earn excellent pay and benefits. We have an industry-leading starting pay rate of $23.28 an hour and a $1,500 sign-on bonus. Stop by the Effingham Holiday Inn on Friday, January 13th between 7 a.m. and 5 p.m. for an immediate interview or apply online at www.sherwin.com forward slash Effingham. Sherwin-Williams is an equal opportunity employer for all protected statuses, including veteran and disability. Get in zone, AutoZone. Welcome to AutoZone. What are you working on today? Ah, thinking about gas mileage. You know, changing your oil with a full synthetic oil like Valvoline Advanced can help your engine get more miles. Right now, you can get five quarts with an STP Extended Life oil filter for only $38.99. Go farther with better fuel efficiency. Get the parts you need when you need them at AutoZone or AutoZone.com. Get in zone, AutoZone. Restrictions apply. 
Meet Joe A, Hi. Joe B, Hello. and Joe C. What's up? Three everyday Joes perfecting their banking with Chase. Joe A is locking his lost debit card with the Chase mobile app. Joe B is cruising toward his new ride with AutoSave. And Joe C's Chase banker is helping him budget to go back to school. Tools that help protect, support for what's next. One bank that puts you in control. Visit chase.com slash checking. Chase. Chase mobile app is available for select mobile devices. Messaging and data rates may apply. J.P. Morgan Chase Bank and a member FDIC. When you bundle your renters and auto insurance with Progressive, you could save money, but it doesn't cover any terrible memories living rent-free in your head. Remember when one of your best players got injured, but not like on a play or anything? He got injured celebrating a play, and it's not like it was a game-winning play or in the playoffs, and he was out the rest of the season because he was injured while celebrating? Yeah. Sorry, we can't save you from that memory, but we could save you money bundling your renters and auto insurance with Progressive. Coverage from Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and third-party insurers. Renters insurance and bundle discount not available in all states or situations. Hello there, my name is Seychelle, and what makes the Chick-fil-A chicken sandwich original to me is the punch of flavors that's unlike any other. You get the crispy tenderness of the chicken and that hint of sourness from the pickles. Ta-da! <laughs> hey, I'm Juan, and what makes the Chick-fil-A chicken sandwich original to me is you know you're going to get chicken that's crispy, golden, and juicy. This is the gold standard of chicken sandwiches. Order the original Chick-fil-A chicken sandwich on the Chick-fil-A app today. Real customers paid for their testimonials. And now, Eric Fry Sports Center update. Former Indianapolis Colts linebacker Gary Brackett, the owner of the Stacked Pickle Sports Bar chain, has filed for bankruptcy protection. In the filing, all 10 of uh, Brackett's Stacked Pickle locations in Indiana and Ohio were forced to close after the pandemic. Brackett played for the Colts for his entire pro career from 2003 to 2011. He helped the team win Super Bowl 41 against the Chicago Bears. The starting lineup. Welcome back in to the starting lineup, starting off with the Stacked Pickle. The Stacked Pickle. How about yes. that? I've not been there. And I can't I, I can't go now. Have not heard of it, yeah. I, mean, I guess well, we can't go now. Nope, you'll never find out about we'll it. You'll never know. On 98.9 The Game. Back in to the uh, starting lineup here on a 98.9 via game ESPN radio. Travis Sparks, Eric Fry hanging out with you. And uh, let's recap some uh, basketball that happened uh, last night. Two games that were on our airwaves. First, we'll start off with the uh, victorious Altamont Indians as uh, they uh, keep on rolling as uh, they went to Mawikwa last night to defeat uh, Central A&M 60-30-3. Just like that, Illini and uh, Nebraska game was kind of a slow early on, and it took a couple minutes for uh, both teams to get the lid off the basket. And uh, Central A&M, even though they have uh, not the uh, best record, uh, they uh, do uh, play teams tough, and uh, that defense that they uh, play uh, can give some people fits mm-hmm. if they're, and they're not ready for it, if they're not used to it uh, there and that's kind of what uh, took a little bit for Altamont to get adjusted to. Uh, they center, inserted Eric Coleman in, back into the uh, starting lineup after he was working his way back from uh, that illness that kept him out for a couple weeks. And uh, they went with three or two bigs, basically. And uh, he scored the first four points of the game. He had 10 in the first half, and that was all that he uh, scored. Uh, but uh, Coleman came up big early on. And then the three-point shooting, of course, for the Indians start to turn it on as well. Logan Cornett, Mason Robinson hit a couple of threes there in that uh, first quarter to double up A&M. And then 
then uh, they uh, also had six points in the second quarter. It did uh, Centurion in both on uh, threes there by Gavin Hutchins, but that was the only points that they would score there, and uh, Avery Yarhouse would get it going uh, as well in the second quarter. He would have seven, and then in the third quarter, he would have 11 with three more threes to his credit. So uh, kind of a nice to see that Avery got hot in the second half versus uh, got hot in the uh, first half or mm-hmm. the first quarter like he has in, in games past there. And uh, it was also Mason Robinson as well who poured in eight points in the second quarter, and uh, Altamont scored 21 to Central A&M's six. So uh, it was a uh, big lead there at halftime, and uh, they put it away in the uh, third quarter uh, there as well, and they extended that out to 60, or they extended uh, that out, that third quarter lead there. And uh, so they would go into the fourth quarter with a running clock, and they put the subs in at that point, and Central A&M actually had their best quarter, and uh, Coach Nieberge, uh was kind of uh, – didn't really like the performance by the bench guys mm-hmm. in the fourth quarter, letting up 16 or 18 points uh, there in the uh, final quarter. So, uh, But overall, another great night for uh, Altamont, taking care of business. And uh, they probably would have scored under 30 points if uh, all the starters were, were right. kept in right. uh, at that point. But uh, Altamont, another winner, nine-game winning streak now. Yeah, uh, they're just they're playing some really great basketball right now. They're clicking – they're clicking at the right time. They know that conference tournament is right on the horizon, and they're going to be tough to beat when they get into conference uh, as far as the tournament goes. Six, seven. So a seven-game win streak, it looks like, for the team that they'll be facing on a Friday. And as I said at the beginning of the game, maybe if you looked at Central A&M's record, only 2-10, and 2-11 now, uh, maybe a little trap game to try to look ahead towards a Friday, that big conference matchup uh, with the North Clay. Yeah. And that's uh, absolutely humongous for mm-hmm. uh, the game perspective. This is uh, – Battle the heavyweights, and yeah. it's you look at the tail of the tape; they're pretty much even all all over the floor there. And uh, North Clay is coming in playing good basketball as well, yeah. and they're twelve and four on the season, including a big win uh, last night that we'll talk about here in a second. Yep, absolutely. So uh, heavyweight matchup uh, there, and Altamont approves to a fourteen and three in their own right. They're two and zero in conference, and North Clay is three and zero in uh, the NTC as well on Friday night. Huge matchup there in Altamont, so hopefully it'll be a packed gym. Would you say probably, besides the one seed? Oh, for sure. For the tournament? I mean, I I think without a doubt, you know, no disrespect to St. Anthony, Neoga, teams like that, but... Uh, well, you know, I, I think this is going to decide the one seed. Yeah, if North Clay can knock off both St. Anthony and Altamont, mm-hmm. I don't see how you couldn't give them right. the number one well, seed. South Central may have something to say. Well, we'll see what they did last night. Well, we will. <laughs> and uh, speaking of uh, last night as well, over in uh, Cumberland, it was a uh, tough Decatur LSA team uh, coming to town. They were undefeated, and they stayed undefeated as uh, they jumped out early early on against Cumberland, and they ended up winning at 69-2 of 43 last night, Eric. You were there to see the Lions in action up close and personal. Yeah, and uh, as good as advertised. I mean, they put up 22 points in that first quarter. The Cumberland defense was a little porous. Uh, The Cumberland offense just just couldn't. As Coach said postgame, they were getting good looks. It's not like they were putting up crazy shots, just, you know, but he said the difference is is that getting good looks – and being rushed in it and getting good looks when you're not being rushed are two different yeah. things. 
He said, we had the looks we wanted, but we actually had a defender in our face for the first time possibly in a long time. And that was what did Cumberland in last night. I mean, you look at their shooting, Travis. Uh, you know, they shot 35% from the field. They shot one of 12 from three. You're not going to win a lot of games shooting one from 12, especially when the other team is shooting 55% from the field. Right. That yeah. You're, you're going to lose a lot of games. Cumberland got out-rebounded. Um, they did force 12 turnovers, which Coach, you know, was was happy with. But, um, you know, they, they just got out-rebounded. They got out-muscled. You know, Gavin Hendricks put up 29 points and 11 rebounds. But on the defensive side, Travis, he was having to guard uh, 6'5", Trent Collins, who put up 24 mm. points and 12 rebounds. Yeah, and that's that. just uh, – th- th- this is the first game where me at the end of it is going, it's a different story if Jackson Bolt's there. Yeah, Since he's been injured, well. this is a different story if Jackson Bolt's in the game. Because he can be another person to rebound for you. He can be another facilitator who is a great big passer. Now, last night, Jackson was not in a sling. So that is positive news going forward. Mm -hmm. Um, It's the first game he's been at where he hasn't had a sling on. But uh, you need more offense from the Pirates. I mean, Gavin put up 29 points. No one else got double digits. Uh, You know, I liked what I saw from Maddox McElravey. He had eight points, and he got multiple and ones, you know, by driving to the basket and forcing forcing fouls and being aggressive. And that's something we haven't seen a lot out of Maddox this year um, as well. But there just – there wasn't enough firepower for the Pirates uh, to go up against this very good LSA team. And, and, you know, we talked kind of off air a little bit about this LSA team, we were kind of like, well, they hadn't really beaten anyone big. Well, they they could if they wanted to. Mm-hmm. Um, fourth quarter, they kind of put in their, their second string. And throughout yeah. the second half, they kind of had the second string in. Um, they, you know, the, LSA is a different style of basketball team. They're high energy. They want to get out and run. And coaches said multiple times this season, that's what the Pirates want to do too. They don't mind a track meet game. Yeah. Last night they were getting outran. I mean, just transition baskets by LSA just didn't didn't Cumberland. And uh, you know now you got to turn around and try and get Villa Grove. You don't want to fall to one and three in conference play. You don't have you know talking to coach uh, after the game. You know, looks like next week we'll probably get the seeds for uh, the conference tournament. He said everything's got to be turned in early part of next week, so this may be your last chance to kind of make an impression, and and you don't want to go in there. You'd rather go in there two and two as opposed yeah. to one and three. Yeah, definitely. Uh, so with Cumberland now eight and ten overall on the season and one and two in LPC play. And uh, the Lions now are 16 and 0 uh, on the season. I think that was their first uh, conference game. Second they conference game. They beat Arcola. Game. Yeah, they oh, beat yeah Arcola. that's right. All right. So uh, Lions picking up another uh, victory there. So Eric said, uh, good as advertised there for LSA. Let's take a look at other action uh, from uh, last night. It was a Newton over Effingham, a 70 to a 63. Newton jumped off to the 15 7 lead after the uh, first quarter, but uh, they had the nice lead 30 to 24 at the half, but then they were tied in 
the uh, third uh, quarter. And uh, so uh, the Hearts with a comeback there. But Newton, 26 fourth quarter points, puts it away and gives them the win. Uh, Nichols led the way at 25. Wolf had 18. Gear had 10 for the Eagles. And a Garrett Wolf for the uh, Hearts had a 26 to lead the way. Uh, Splector and Donaldson both were in double figures as well with 12 and 11. Uh, Newton improves to 13 and 5 on the season, and the Hearts fall to 6 and 13 on the year. It was St. Anthony over Nioga in an NTC matchup 58-33. St. Anthony all over them in the early going. 21-6 to lead after the first quarter and then they led 38-14 to at halftime. Uh, Fearday led the way. He had a 17. Uh, Schmidt had a 12 and Caney also in double figures as well with 10 and it was, uh, I believe uh, I didn't write it down, but Reynolds uh, led the way for uh, Nioga there for the Indians. Uh, St. Anthony improves to 12-7 and and a 4 and one in the national trail and the yoga falls to six and twelve and two and three in the NTC. CHBC picked up their sixth win over Martinsville in a close contest, 49-46. It was North Clay, speaking of the Cardinals that will be matching up with Altamonda, they picked up a big win against Lawrenceville there in Louisville last night. 72-61 was the final, and that was only Lawrenceville's third loss of the season for those Indians, so they're going to be looking to take down the Indians on Tuesday and then on Friday as well. North Clay had the one-point lead after their first quarter, but then Lawrenceville comes storming back 26 points in the second quarter to take the lead at halftime 37 29 but then north clay puts up 26 points of their own in the third quarter to uh, regain the lead of 55 52 and then they uh, completed it in the uh, fourth quarter nine threes from the cardinals last night uh, zimders he had a four of his own he led the way for the cardinals 22 points fleener at 18 booze had a 17 points as well lawrenceville was led by sanders who added 21. So North Clay right in a win streak of their own in Tautamon on Friday, 12-4, and four, and Lawrenceville 16-3 and three now after the L. Yeah, like you said, uh, only the, the third L uh, on the year for, for Lawrenceville. They got a big matchup on Friday night, Travis. You mentioned you know uh, North Clay having a big matchup. Lawrenceville's taking on Newton. That is a big mm, matchup yeah, in, the, in the L, uh, Little Lanai. Yeah. Um, one of two big matchups, I think. Uh, Mount Carmel only also taking place Friday night as well. Ooh, yeah. So uh, two big matchups there in the, the Little Lanai coming up. Um, but, yeah, that, that, that one kind of, I'm not going to lie, that one kind of surprised me. Not that North Clay won the score, the amount they won by. I was thinking yeah. if North Clay won maybe a two, three-point ball game, somewhere in there, nine points is a big win. Right. Yeah, so a uh, good win there for the uh, Cardinals. Uh, St. Joe Ogden over at the topless, 53 to uh, 40. It was a tie pence lead in the way of for the Spartans. He had 26 points. So the Illinois State product there had a few dunks in the game as well that I saw. Uh, St. Joe uh, had the four point lead after one, and they only had a narrow two point lead at the half. And uh, then uh, they put it away there in the uh, fourth quarter, 16-7, to and they outscored the uh, Shoes. Uh, Seymour led the way uh, for T-Town. He had 16, and now Topless falls to 14-3 and on the season. Um, once it's two straws, they uh, snapped. If I had a pencil here, only we only have pins, and I'm not going to do that to a pin, but... Uh, Winston Two Straws snapped the uh, 10 game win streak for South Central. Speaking of those Cougars, and it was Windsor getting the win 52 a 2 of 50 in a tightly contested game in the NTC. Uh, South Central had the two point lead after their first quarter. Then Windsor had the one point lead at the half, and they also had the two point lead in the third. So 
Uh, they were both even at 13 in the fourth quarter, so it looked like the second and third quarters were the ones that decided this. Uh, Austin Wittenberg led the way. He had 20 points for uh, the Hatchets, and Watwood had 18. Uh, Dotson had 13, and uh, Banera, he had uh, 12 points for South Central. And uh, so uh, they were uh, coming in riding high, and uh, now they're 0-2 in the conference, our South Central, mm. and 13-5 uh, and overall. And Windsor is 15-4 and overall, and three and one now in the NTC. So one just two straws snapping that win streak for yeah. South Central. Hey, you knew it was going to come to an end sooner or later. Yeah. Congratulations uh, to Windsor. Uh, yep. Definitely a, a, a team that, that sometimes I think feels get like they're overlooked. overlooked a little bit. Definitely. So. 100%. Uh, Flora defeated Woodlawn 37 to uh, 21. It was our cola over a Villa Grove 63 to uh, 50. So now, our Cola two and one in LPC uh, play, and uh, I think they're eight and nine overall. Yeah. Uh, Tolono Unity over Tuscola by a point, sixty to fifty nine. So uh, the Warriors dropping a couple of games back to back here, and now they're fourteen and three on the season. Yeah, that one surprised me as well. And it was Alney over Fairfield, forty five to forty. Now Alney fourteen and two on the season. Is Tri County over a Saragordo, sixty-eight to a sixty-seven in a close one. Tri County's third win of the season and first one in LPC uh, play, giving Saragordo their first loss in uh, conference play as well. Uh, Shelbyville over Marshall, seventy-one to fifty-one. Rams are now eleven and eight. Marshall falls to one and fifteen. Paris over Sullivan by twenty, sixty to forty. Paris now nine and eleven on the season. Arthur over Blue Ridge in uh, conference play, sixty-nine to fifty-one. Our Arthur's first win in LPC play, now 8-10 overall. Matt Toon gets a big one over uh, Muhammad Seymour, 51-2-48 in a close one. Uh, it was Matt Toon's fourth win of the season, and now they're 2-5 and five in the Apollo. And Muhammad now 3-4 and four in the Apollo and 6-8 and eight overall. Red Hill over Oblong Palhut, 53-51. It's Mount Carmel over uh, North Posey, Indiana, 50-2-49. Mm-hmm. Mount Carmel now 12-7 and uh, seven on the campaign in high school girls basketball from last night a couple games in the apollo is taylorville over fem 68 to a 33 tornadoes had the nine to six lead after the first quarter but then a, a big second quarter extended their lead 31 to 20 at halftime and they would go on to win uh, tarla the way for the tornadoes she had 23 heimsness she had 16 and nieberge and mapes both had 10 for the hearts. So Taylorville now five and two in the Apollo, sixteen and four overall. FEM falls to thirteen and six and three and four in conference. It was Dietrich over Oblong Pala at fifty one thirty and Dietrich led from the jump. 20-1 to one after the uh, first quarter. Uh, Britton led the way. Uh, she had 19. Brummer had 13. And now Dietrich got 11 and 9 on the season. It was Windsor's two straws over Martinsville, 59-22. to uh, 22. Windsor led 34-7 to seven at halftime and would cruise to the win. Kinkler had 17. Hayes had 15. Windsor now 6-11 and 11 on the season. It was Robinson over Flora, 45-34. Robinson now 14-6 and uh, six there. Another team that kind of gets uh, overlooked in mm-hmm. uh, the little line eye with uh, Paris uh, in there. Yep. It was uh, Marshall over North Vigo, Indiana, 52-47. So now Marshall a couple games over 500. Yep. And Mount Zion over Charleston, the other game in the Apollo, 66-17 to 17 was the final there. Mount Zion now 14-6 and six and 5-2 and two in the Apollo and Charleston falls to 0-7 in conference and 1-15 overall on the season. 
there. Speaking of uh, girls action, Travis, uh, Thursday night, Paris at Effingham. Ooh. There you go. That's a good one. That's a good one. Hmm. I wasn't planning on going to a game, but maybe that's uh Maybe that's one to check out. Maybe that's one to check out. Yeah. Possibly. Possibly. I also got some uh, boys basketball games uh, tonight. Uh, St. Owen Brownstown is at Inberg and Red Hill is at Sandoval. And uh, girls basketball action uh, tonight, uh, it's Brownstown, St. Elmo, and uh, Dietrich squaring off tonight as well. Mm-hmm. And uh, so uh, coming up here, let's uh, take a break, and then we'll be back to talk about some uh, shootouts. So that's uh, going on, NTC, uh, CIC shootouts coming up uh, this weekend. We got the Tatopoulos, uh shootout schedule scheduled for the uh, same day as the uh, boys NTC, uh, CIC uh, shootout. And also take a look at those NTC girls brackets coming up next week, starting on Monday. And we're taking a look at that coming up next here on the Star Lineup. The starting lineup from 98.9 The Game Studios will be right back. Winter storms create a higher risk of car accidents, hypothermia, frostbite, carbon monoxide poisoning, and heart attacks from overexertion. Winter storms, including blizzards, can bring extreme cold, freezing rain, snow, ice, and high winds. These storms can last a few hours or several days. Winter weather can cut off at heat, power, and communication services for undetermined periods of time. Prepare now for what this winter may bring. This is Sergeant Jared Purcell of the FEM Police Department, wishing all of our area residents a safe and happy winter season. You can't see the future, but you can prepare for it. With the Universal Life Policy from Pekin Life Insurance Company, you'll have guaranteed death benefit protection with the potential to build significant cash value for later years. Request a free quote for Universal Life Insurance at PekinInsurance.com and in Effingham, contact Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. adults with moderate to severe plaque psoriasis, poor candidates for systemic or phototherapy, now there's SkyRizzy. Rizinkizumab Rizzo, a prescription only 150 milligram injection. With SkyRizzy, three out of four people achieve 90% clearer skin at four months. And SkyRizzy is just four doses a year after two starter doses. Nothing in me go hand in hand. Nothing on my skin, that's my new Don't use if allergic to SkyRizzy. Serious allergic reactions and an increased risk of infections or a lower ability to fight them may occur. Before treatment, your doctor should check for infection and tuberculosis. Tell your doctor if you have an infection or symptoms, such as fever, sweats, chills, muscle aches, or cough, or if you plan to or recently received a vaccine. With SkyRizzy, you could achieve 90% clearer skin. Ask your doctor about the number one dermatologist prescribed biologic in psoriasis and visit SkyRizzy.com or call 1-866-SKY-RIZZY to learn more. And now, Eric Price Sports Center update. The Colts reportedly believe they could get wide receiver Paris Campbell back from injury before season's end. Campbell underwent foot surgery after catching a touchdown in the week six win over the Titan, te- 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 Texans and has been working to return since. The starting lineup. Welcome back in uh, to the uh, starting lineup. Travis Sparks here, and that's Eric Fry stumbling and bumbling through the uh, Sports Center read. What they, they need to get uh, similar teams that have the same name out of the same division: Titans, Titans, Texans? and Texans. Hmm. Both start with T's. Get them out of there. On ninety-eight-nine, the game.
Eric Fry Sports interrupted. The St. Louis Blues overcame a two-goal deficit in the third period to beat the Calgary Flames 4-3 in overtime at the Enterprise Center. St. Louis is now fourth place in the Central Division with 45 points and a 21-18-3 record. The Blues host the Flames again tomorrow night. Who scheduled that? Back-to-back -back home games. That is bizarre. The Blue, the Bulls look to get back in the win column when they visit the Washington Wizards at Capitol Arena tonight. Bulls had their three-game winning streak snapped during a 107-99 loss to the Celtics on Monday. Chicago is in 10th place in the Eastern Conference at 19-22. Another Bulls news forward, Javante Green, had a right knee surgery yesterday, and his status will be evaluated in two weeks. The general manager of the Bears isn't commenting, uh, committing excuse me, to selecting a quarterback first overall in the upcoming NFL draft. Speaking to reporters yesterday, Ryan Poles said he would, quote, have to be absolutely blown away to take make that type of decision, end quote. The Bears already have Justin Fields after drafting him in the first round of 2021. However, the draft is expected to be quarterback heavy when they look at Alabama's Bryce Young at the top of the list. Chicago Cubs are adding some organizational bullpen depth. The club signed left-handed reliever Ryan Borkick to a minor league deal yesterday. The contract includes an invitation to spring training. The 28-year-old went 2-0 with a 5.68 ERA in 32 games between the Toronto Blue Jays and Seattle last season. Welcome back in to the uh, starting lineup here on a 98.9. Uh, Trev Sparks here. Eric Fry over there handling the uh, sports and our hits. And uh, let's continue on uh, talking uh, some uh, local sports, saying we got some local sports uh, schedules to uh, talk about. As uh, Next week, the uh, National Trail Conference Girls Basketball Tournament there in uh, Beecher City is going to get underway, and it's going to get underway on a Martin Luther King Day there on a Monday. And uh, so here we go, the uh, seeds and uh, matchups. Number one seed, uh, Nioga, they uh, draw that, so uh, they don't have to play until Wednesday, uh, January 18th. And uh, they will play uh, the winners of the uh, 10 a.m. matchup on Monday as the eighth seed, uh, South Central, going up against the ninth seed, Windsor Stew Straws. At 11.30 on a Monday, it's going to be a number two seed at St. Anthony. The Bulldogs will go up against number seven, Dietrich. And at the 1 o'clock game, it's going to be the three seed, CHBC, against the six seed, Brownstown, St. Elmo. I think that's a little low for Brownstown, but that's just me. And at the 2.30 game... Well, that's going to be on Jack FM because it's the uh, four seed North Clay against the five seed Altamont. And uh, so it's going to be a North Clay and Altamont matching up in a rematch earlier season. Yep. Obviously, and the uh, tournament has changed a, a little bit as Altamont, of course, uh, not having Grace Nelson in the uh, lineup. Right. So that kind of changes everything and changes the course uh, for Altamont. But uh, they did have Grace in this last matchup against North Clay. So uh, they were victorious on that night. We'll see if they can uh, pull it out on the afternoon mm -hmm. on Monday. They're in uh, Beecher City. So uh, the uh, Wednesday games so will be uh, the uh, loser of uh, game one. We'll take, on, we'll take on between South Central and Winchester Straws. We'll take on the uh, loser of St. Anthony and Dietrich. And then on Wednesday night, in the uh, last game of the night, there will be uh, the uh, loser of Altima and North Clay against the uh, loser of that Nioga and winner of South Central or Windsor Stew Straws game mm -hmm. there on Wednesday. And then the action continues on Thursday. And then the championship, of course, concludes on a Saturday with uh, the seventh place consolation championship, third place game, and a championship game there all at 7 o'clock there in Beecher 
city. So I think this uh, went about as as I thought it would. Yeah. I mean, uh, uh, North Clay getting the four seed was a little surprising uh, to me, and uh, Brownstown the the six, but that that was about about how I thought it would go. Mm-hmm. And uh, even though it should be said that Nioga St. Anthony they match up tomorrow. Ooh. So. A little preview. Yeah, another. Another game that could potentially be yes, uh, yes. be going to. So, hmm, big matchups all over the place. Yeah, absolutely. Coming up. So, uh, very always a very exciting there. National Trail Conference Girls Basketball Tournament uh, starting on Monday, going on through the week there in Beecher City. And uh, the uh, NTC CIC shootout for the uh, girls is coming up on uh, Saturday. And uh, it'll all be there in uh, Warrensburg, Latham. And uh, the schedule for the day looks like this. 10 a.m., uh, get it started bright and early. It's Dietrich going against Shelbyville. 11.30 a.m., it's a Macon against uh, North Clay. At 1 o'clock, it's a Sullivan against Windsor Stew Straws. 2.30, it's going to be Central A&M against Brownstown St. Elmo. That's a good matchup. Yep. 4 o'clock, Vandalia and Yoga. That's a good matchup. Yep. 5.30 Warrens were Latham-ing and Altamont. And then the main event at uh, 7 o'clock following the Altamont game over on uh, Jack. And at 7 o'clock, it's going to be a Tuscola against CHBC there. So uh, Tuscola, I believe, still undefeated there. Yep. And so uh, a matchup against the, the Bobcats at 7 o'clock there. And, of course, the Altamont game will be on Jack FM at 5.30. Yep. So uh, tune in to that. Definitely looking forward to that. And then uh, yesterday, the uh, pairings were released uh, officially for the NTC uh, CIC uh, shootout there in Altamont coming up on uh, February 11th. Okay. And uh, at 10 a.m., it's going to get all started with a matchup between Yoga and Central A&M. 11.30, it'll be a CHBC against Macon Meridian. 1 o'clock, it's a St. Elmo against a Sullivan. 2.30, it's Dietrich versus Warrensburg-Latham. 4 o'clock, it's North Clay versus Shelbyville. 5.30 is Windsor Stew Straws uh, sliding in there against Casey. That's Ooh, a great matchup. That's a great matchup. And then the main event is another one. Uh, great matchup. 7 o'clock, it's Altamano versus uh, Tuscola Ooh, there yes. for the main event. Yes. And, of course, the Altamano game at 7 will be on Jack FM. Absolutely. Look forward to that. When is that again? February 11th. Look forward to that one. Mark your calendars. Yes, absolutely. So... Uh, there was a, another shootout that's uh, taking place uh, on uh, February 11th. It's uh, the Topolis uh, shootout. Didn't realize that it was the 10th annual wow. Wooden Shoes shootout mm-hmm. already. And uh, that'll get started uh, at 11 o'clock with Alton versus uh, Belleville Altoff. At 12.30, it's Robinson against Matt Toon. 2 o'clock, it's St. Anthony against Troy Triad. 3.30, it's FEM versus Jerseyville. And at 5 o'clock, it's Totopolis against Centralia mm. in a matchup there nice. in the Wooden Shoes shootout on February 11th as well. So Looking forward to that. Busy day yes. on February 11th. And you mentioned at the start of the segment, Travis, about next week kicking off the NTC Girls Tournament. Mm-hmm. There's also the Vandalia Girls Midwinter Tournament kicking off. Ah, on, the Midwinter Tournament. Um, and that starts at 10 a.m. with the number one seed Effingham taking on the 8-seed Madison. Uh, 11.30 will be the 4-seed Vandalia taking on the 5-seed Salem. Uh, 1 o'clock, the 3-seed Greenville takes on the 6-seed Centralia. And at 2.30, the 2-seed Mascuda takes on the 7-seed uh, Wesleyan. So, uh, nice little 8-team tournament there with uh, Effingham, Vandalia, some of the uh, local schools that will be participating. 
Yeah, yeah, I didn't realize that Effium was yes. uh, was in it. Yep, they're the one seed in it. Yeah, so. so that'll be coming up on the 16th, like we said, 10 a.m. Yeah, 10, 10 a.m., uh, bright and early. Mm-hmm. Hey, it's Martin Luther King Day. You don't get a day off from school. You got to no, play, play some basketball at 10 a.m. They got to travel to Vandalia. Absolutely. Girls got to travel to uh, Beecher City uh, as well on Monday. And my wife would be screaming at the radio right now. <laughs> I know. Hey, no, so uh, those are uh, some things to look forward to uh, next week mm-hmm. and uh, coming up in the future as well. All right, uh, we're up against it. Uh, let's uh, take a break and uh, let's uh, close out talking to as many national sports as possible, college basketball, the recap, NBA, NHL, and uh, some NFL news. We'll see what we can get to here in the last segment coming up here on the Star Lineup. From the 98.9 The Game Studios, the starting lineup. We'll be right back. Imagine the possibilities with the Topless State Bank. This is Alex Walk. If you are buying a home, see us to get pre-qualified. When you're pre-qualified, the seller knows that you mean business, and that can save you thousands. If you're building a new home, we'll help you get started with construction loan customized just for you. Ask around and talk with your friends, and you'll see why so many homes start with a little help from Teutopolis State Bank and Teutopolis Sigel in Effingham. Equal housing lender and member FDIC. Let me guess. Unknown caller? You could reduce the number of unwanted calls and emails with online privacy protection. The latest innovation from Discover will help regularly remove your personal info, like your name and address, from 10 popular people search websites that could sell your data. And we'll do it for free. Activate in the Discover app. See terms and learn more at discover.com slash online privacy protection. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Cut on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. And now, this outpouring of love for... Tom Brady is what we are beginning with today. Everyone showering this man with love and goatness. How about it? The starting lineup. Almost every single one of Brady's Super Bowls has been clouded with controversy, and that seems what people are forgetting. And let's not forget that so a couple Super Bowls were gifted to him. The tuck rule, the... You can't the blame him for the referee stuff. You can't blame referee. him, but he benefited from it. Okay, everyone gets a call. They benefited from it last night as well. Which which rule? Which which one of those penalties? Whenever the Chiefs are holding, that was so ticky tacky. Come on, so it's many a holding. Super Bowl. Let them play. On ninety-eight nine, the game. Welcome back in to the uh, starting lineup here on 98.9 at the uh, game ESPN radio. Only here on 98.9. Stay a little bit longer. Let's take a look at some uh, national sports. See how much we can uh, get to here. See if we can clear the uh, deck out here to uh, close it out. 
Last night in college basketball, we opened up the show talking about the Fighting Illini victory over Nebraska. What else happened? Well, in Kansas, they escaped against Oklahoma. It was a narrow win there in Allen Fieldhouse as number two at Kansas beat Oklahoma 79-75 to was the final score there. It was number five at Tennessee over Vanderbilt 77-68. to it was uh, Kansas State. They uh, shot up the uh, rankings, and uh, they improved uh, that. Number 11, they stayed there as uh, they'll uh, beat Oklahoma State 65-57. to uh, 57. It was Virginia sending North Carolina with another loss. Thought of that, it was panic time for Illinois being 0-3 in the Big Ten, while North Carolina 0-4 mm-hmm. in ACC play now. After that loss to number 13, Virginia 65-58. to 58. What has happened? So panic time there in Chapel Hill. 0-4 in the ACC. Are we going through a weird period, Travis, where the the powerhouses, the the dynasties that we know, the thoroughbreds as we call them, Blue are going bloods. through transition? And, yeah. and I don't like it. They are. We, we definitely are going through like a, a transition period uh, for sure. It as seems much as like I hate it, I like it when Duke and North Carolina and Michigan are good. Nah, those last two. I'm okay with them not being good. They've had their run. College basketball likes it when they're good. Arizona. I'll throw Arizona in there, too. Mm, yeah. A- Arizona is all right, except for the, the one guy with uh, recruiting violations well, and whatnot. Yes. It yes. just gets a slap on the wrist. Uh, Iowa State, uh, they beat Texas Tech 84 to a 50, a blowout city there. As, uh, we mentioned it, but Michigan State beat number 18 Wisconsin 69 to a 65 in Madison. It was uh, number 21 Auburn uh, beating Old Miss 82 to 73 and 50 of five. And one thing that I was listening to uh, ESPN radio last night, uh, just that I realized that uh, we talk about the Big Ten being uh, the best college basketball conference. Mm-hmm. Well, Big 12, uh, they've always had some argument there with being top heavy, but uh, this year. Every team has a winning record for uh, the Big 12. Uh, the one that has the worst record is 9-7 and seven for Oklahoma State. Everybody else has double-digit wins at that. Yikes. So a super deep conference yes. there. So, uh, oh, boy. Everybody winning records. Uh, Kansas State, Kansas, and Iowa State all 4-0 and currently right now it's in like the Oprah Big there. 12. You get a winning record, and you get a winning record. Right, the marquee matchup there is uh, Kansas State uh, matching up on the last day of uh, January. Uh, it's Kansas against Kansas State there in Allen Fieldhouse. But before that, uh, Kansas takes on Kentucky a couple of days before that there in, in Kentucky. There, What happened to Kentucky as well? Another blue yeah, blood. Yeah, it's another That's blue blood. Very, very good. And I was Coach also Cal about, on the hot seat. I was also thinking about uh, UCLA. Yeah, I like it when UCLA is good. They're starting to they're starting to right the ship. Yep, yep. Starting to get good. Starting again. to turn around again. Yeah, starting to be uh, all right. So, uh, games going on tonight in uh, the top twenty-five. Uh, number four, Alabama taking on number fifteen, Arkansas. Number uh, six, UConn against number twenty-five, Marquette. Uh, Creighton against number twelve, uh, Xavier. Uh, Boston College against number sixteen, uh, Miami. Uh, number twenty-three, Charleston against UNC, uh, Wilmington. 
Uh, speaking of Duke, they're uh, number 24, and they're hosting uh, Pitt tonight there in Cameron Indoor. Currently, uh, the Blue Devils' nine-and-a-half-point favorites in that one. Number one, Houston. Uh, speaking of favorites, 23-point favorites against uh, South Florida. Uh, number 20 in Missouri is on the road against Texas A&M. And uh, being on the road, four-and-a-half-point underdogs are the uh, Missouri Tigers. I mean, Texas A&M only – Ten and five on the season. I guess mm. they're seven and one at home. Says uh, that could be a tough one. And then a battle for a Texas. It's number seventeen TCU against number ten a Texas Longhorns, favored by six and a half points. There, it's happening in the Big Ten uh, tonight. Uh, we do have Indiana back in action, trying to right the ship there. At one and three, they slip up tonight. One and four. It's definitely disappointing for what the Hoosiers wanted to be this season. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're up against Penn State tonight. They're on the road. Penn State, two-point favorites. Uh, and then uh, Rutgers is also at a Northwestern uh, there. So Northwestern, they could be 4-1 and one in the Big Ten if they take care of business against Rutgers. But who knows with the, uh, with the Big Ten. Yeah. Uh, Rutgers is favored by a point, though. Okay. I don't know how that works. Hmm. Rutgers only 11-5, and five, but Northwestern is the home team, and they're playing well. They are. I don't know. Who knows? I don't know how they can be one-point favorites there. Uh, I think we do have uh, time to uh, quickly uh, on the NBA. It's the 76ers last night over the Pistons, 147-116. Heat by a single point over the uh, Thunder, 112-111. Setting records over there in Miami. 35 points. What was the record that they set? Oh, consecutive free throws made. They went 40 for 40 from the free throw line. Wow. Yeah. And the fact they ended up winning by a point, that's it's all. That's the point they needed. All important, yeah. yeah. Forty or forty from the charity stripe. And Giddy had a triple double, breaking for the OKC. previous record set by the Jazz back in '82. Wow, I didn't realize that. Uh, Giddy had 18 points, 15 rebounds, 10 assists. Uh, Raptors over the Hornets, 132 to 120. It was the uh, Jazz spoiling uh, Donovan Mitchell's return to a uh, Utah, mm-hmm. 116 to 114. Donovan Mitchell did have 46 points. In his return there, it was the Suns over the Warriors, 125 to 113, and uh, Steph Curry getting back there, out there on the floor. But it was uh, the Suns with uh, duct tape and everything else beating the uh, Warriors. It was the uh, Magic over the uh, Trailblazers, 109 106, and it was the Clippers continuing their little win streak that they're on over the Mavs, 113 to 101 over Dallas. So there you go. There you go. Yeah, I didn't. Uh, I didn't realize. Yeah, Jimmy Butler went twenty-four of twenty-four, including hitting a free throw with twelve point three seconds left. Wow! To get the win. So yeah, uh, huge night. I mean, <laughs> twenty-four of twenty-four. Yeah, one short of uh, James Harden's record. Dang. So, but yeah, forty of forty as a team. At some point, if uh, you were the Thunder who they were playing, you have to just hang your head and going, we're breathing on them. Right. Like, wait, wait, you're yeah. going to call a foul no matter what. Yeah, what are you going to do there? Yeah, the Suns had nobody last night, but yet they beat the Warriors. I mean, they were without Aiden, Booker, didn't have Paul either. Nobody, but they beat Golden State. In Golden State at that. So, mm. uh, let's see. Uh, tonight, uh, Bulls in action against the uh, Wizards. Uh, Bucks and Horn or Bucks and Hawks on ESPN tonight in the first game of the doubleheader, and then the Suns and the Nuggets. 
matching up in the second game of the doubleheader. Also, Indiana in New York to take on the Knicks and the Pelicans and the Celtics. Another intriguing matchup out there in Boston tonight. All right, so we've run out of time, so we'll get to other national sports in the uh, pod, NHL, MLB, NFL news as well. As a trade in the NBA that people are saying may happen that will shake the NBA landscape. A trade in the NBA. Yes. Okay, so uh, find out more in the uh, pod coming up. But coming up next here on ESPN Radio is Fitz and Harry, and enjoy. Thanks for listening to the starting lineup on 98.9 The Game. Welcome in to the uh, starting lineup overtime. Coming up here, we uh, have to uh, talk the rest of national sports. Going to clean up uh, stuff with uh, that NFL news as well as NHL and that MLB news uh, that uh, mm-hmm. came out. And uh, then uh, we'll also uh, be a clean up sports center as well. Yeah. And that rumored NBA trade. Oh, and that rumored NBA yes. trade. I know there yeah. was something else. Yep. So let's start with sports center. Uh, Colts general manager Chris Ballard is taking the blame for the team's, quote, failed season. Ballard laid out a plan Tuesday that includes considering Jeff Saturday as a candidate in the team's coaching search and displaying a willingness to trade up to the top pick in the draft to take a quarterback. Annapolis is currently slated to select fourth overall after finishing the season 4-12-1. So I guess he is admitting that they – you know, it's on him for not having that quarterback, and that they're willing to try and get a quarterback. But mm-hmm. I, I don't know who exactly. Yeah, you know, I, I don't know if I can 100% blame the general manager all the way. Right. Yeah, but at least I guess it's good that that he's taken a responsibility for it, whether it's. You know, I'd look at your owner first. I yeah, I know. But. Uh, the Pacers provided many injury updates on Tuesday. According to head coach Rick Carlisle, forward Aaron Nesmith is dealing with an illness and did not practice. Net- Smith is listed as questionable for tonight's game against the Knicks at Madison Square Garden. Pacers currently sixth in the Eastern Conference with a record of 23-18. Indiana enters tonight's battle looking for its third straight win. Baltimore Ravens reached an agreement on a five-year extension with pro ball middle linebacker Roquan Smith. According to NFL Network, the deal is worth $100 million, which would make him the highest-paid inside linebacker in the league at $20 million per season. Of course, the Chicago Bears traded the 25-year-old to Baltimore for a second- and fifth-round picks in this year's draft. The Ravens visit the Bengals Sunday night in the wild-card round. I I love Rokon Smith-Travis, but I, I applaud the Bears for not signing him to $100 million for five years. Yeah. Get a help their defense there, and you had to add payroll to pay him. But yeah, but I, I don't know. There's something about me that I just don't like paying defensive players that much because they seem to get, especially linebackers, they seem to get banged up a lot. Yeah, they do. Just because of the, the position they play. Sure, it's kind of like yeah. linemen. Linemen always get banged up. Oh yeah, they're hit on every play. Yeah. 
the Commanders are now looking for a new offensive coordinator as Washington fired OC Scott Turner on Tuesday. After spending parts of four seasons with head coach Ron Rivera in Carolina, Turner spent three seasons with Washington. The Commanders are coming off a year in which they finished 20th in total yards and 26th in points. Washington has the 16th pick in the draft after finishing last in the NFC East with a record of 8-8-1. Eight, eight, and one. This is another coach, Travis, where I don't blame the offensive coordinator. Who was his quarterback? Right, um, a mix of hodgepodge of Carson Wentz and Taylor Heineke and yeah. whoever else they throw You're out there. You're not going to succeed. Howell. You're not going to succeed with that. Right, yeah, and just Washington as an organization, you know, not only the stuff that's going on with uh, Dan Snyder, yep. but uh, just that they haven't had uh, an answer for their QB uh, either. Uh, what they said it was like 20-some different starting quarterbacks that I was watching the yep. game on, and, you know, it looks like benching Carson Wentz for this last game, even though you weren't playing uh, for anything kind of – would think that Carson Wentz is done in yep. Washington. So uh, yep. another quarterback yep. that you got to look at. Yep. Uh, so uh, that whole team is a mess. Right. Uh, shortstop Carlos Correa is yes. signing with the Twins. The deal is for six years, two hundred million dollars. This comes as Correa originally agreed to deal with the Giants and the Mets, but were both nicked due to issues. Well, from his physical results, he passed the physical. Yes, he's good to go. It's official. Yep. He played with the Twins last year, hitting twenty-two home runs and driving in sixty-four runs. Haven't heard anything about an option or an opt-out clause. Yeah, as his man. last, you know, contract with the Twins had a one-year option, so I'll be interested to see if there's another one put in this contract or if he was that desperate for a contract. <laughs> right, uh, I'm sure it's official because uh, the Twins posted on Twitter about it, yep. and they said, he's home in oh. a picture of Gray. <laughs> Would you, Travis, would you celebrate that no. being the third? Yeah, I know. I mean. No, I would not. We're on the podcast now, right? <laughs> yes, we're on I've the I've heard pod. of sloppy seconds, but yeah. being someone's third choice, at that point I'd go, no, thank you. <laughs> no. You've already cheated on me twice. Yeah. Uh, not not good. Uh, Red Sox infielder Trevor Story is going to miss an yeah. indefinite indif- amount of time after undergoing internal brace surgery on his right elbow. The team released a statement on Tuesday saying Story underwent a successful internal bracing procedure of the right unilar collateral ligament, which is the UCL. It's the same ligament that is replaced in Tommy John surgery. Last year, the Rangers announced that outfielder Eli White underwent the procedure and would miss six months. So you factor that in. And say Trevor Story is going to miss six months, probably, roughly. Mm-hmm. Um, so now you have to wonder, if you're the Red Sox, do you go out and try a trade for someone to replace Trevor Story? Right, yeah, because he was going to slide into the shortstop position yep. after you uh, didn't re-sign Bogarts. And after this news came out, whose name would start trending but Paul DeYoung? Hmm. I forgot Justin Turner went to the uh, Red Sox. Yeah, he just signed like a one-year deal, two-year deal, something like that. Hmm. Not for very long. Yeah, no. No. Speaking of signing, Travis, Johnny Cueto is headed to Miami for his 16th MLB season. Miami Herald reports <laughs> the Marlins have reached a one-year, $8.5 million contract with the veteran right-hander. The deal does include an option for 2024. Cueto spent last season with the White Sox after pitching the previous six years with San Francisco. The 36-year-old went 8-10 with a 335 ERA in 25 games with Chicago last year. The two-time All-Star has a 3.44 ERA in 355 career games. Travis, you need a starting pitcher. Why didn't you try to make a run at Johnny Cueto? <laughs> Johnny Cueto. Still pitching. Still doing still it. Going. <laughs> still, still doing it. Still getting paid, too. Mm. 
Padawan trying to equate him. Yeah. Okay. All right, that's fine. Uh, Kentucky is bringing back its offensive coordinator. Head coach Mark Stoops announced on Tuesday that Liam Cohen will return as the offensive coordinator and quarterbacks coach for the Wildcats next season. Cohen moved on from Kentucky last year to become the Los Angeles Rams OC, but is leaving the job after one season. ESPN reports L.A. head coach Sean McVay is letting his coaching staff, quote, search for other jobs without resistance, end quote. Speculation is growing over the Super Bowl winning head coach's potential retirement. McVay told reporters he is going to take, quote, a appropriate time this offseason to decide on his future following the team's season finale loss to the Seahawks. Travis, do you think that makes it more likely that McVay, you know, that his OC is leaving, more likely that he comes back or less likely? Uh, less. We less talked about likely. this yesterday a mm-hmm. little bit on the pod, but then this came out that, you know, his offensive coordinator is leaving yeah. and going back to college. Right. Yeah, I kind of see as Cohen kind of saw the writing on the wall that McVeigh may not uh, go back, and he saw this opportunity there, so he he jumped at it. Uh, And finally, Georgia defensive lineman Jalen Carter is declaring for the NFL draft. The star player's decision comes one day after the Bulldogs thrashed TCU 65-7 the national championship to claim back-to-back titles. Carter totaled 32 tackles, seven tackles for a loss, and three sacks this past season. Currently ranked as Mel Kuyper's top prospect for the 2023 draft and has a chance to be chosen first overall. Georgia's defensive back Keeley Ringo is also expected to declare for the draft, but stated after the championship win that time will tell. Time will tell. So there you go. That's uh, Sports Center. And then more MLB news than I thought that we that we would uh, have on the show. But you know, I saw that Brandon Belt uh, signed with the uh, Blue Jays and that Corey Dickerson. Uh, Oh, that worked out well for the Cardinals, didn't it? Yes. Uh, One-year deal with the Nationals. Hmm. So. Also, Spencer Rattler is returning to South Carolina. Yeah, so, I saw that. Good move. Yep, he will stay there. And the Finns, Miami, have ruled uh, Tunga Tom Vailoa out, and Thompson is going to start at quarterback. So any chance that you thought Miami did have is probably gone. <laughs> right, yeah. Tua is, uh, is out now, so... It throw, throws up the question of uh, what's his future going to be there in Miami, just mm-hmm. with his health in general now yeah. with uh, him being ruled out of this one. So, yeah, now now the Dolphins, uh, well, congratulations. Congratulations for making the playoffs, but yeah. not going to stick I mean, I don't think long. a lot of people gave him a chance anyways against no. uh, Buffalo, but any sort of a chance that they did have is now for sure gone. And now the real question is with uh, the news that uh, DeMar Hamlin was released from the hospital, did they bring him out on whenever they play, Saturday or Sunday, or do they wait to the division or they wait to the championship game to have him there for the emotion? See, part of me is going, you wait. But then another part of me is saying there's no guarantee that that game happens. Yeah. And you want to give him the opportunity to be in front of that crowd. Yeah. And especially since the conference championship will not be at home. It'll be a neutral site location. Mm -hmm. So I would say do it this weekend because you know you have a game this weekend. If he is healthy enough. Yeah. I mean, I just think you just trot him out there. Yeah. Yeah. At the beginning of the game for sure. And get that ovation. Yep. Not that I think you're going to need it. No. But it's. So maybe do, do do it this week. Yeah. So yeah. even more reason why the Dolphins don't have a chance. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean they, yeah they 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 unfortunately just don't have a chance at all now. Any anything that they possibly did have is in trouble now because the two will be in out. 
subscribe. Yeah, and then uh, speaking of that uh, neutral site AFC uh, championship game, a possibility if it's the Bills and uh, Chiefs, they were NFL seems like they're going to decide on that uh, this week. So only got a couple more days uh, left in. Uh, what I didn't realize when we were kicking out the ideas of where the neutral site would be, that Indy is not an option. Oh, it's not? It's booked. What for? Big volleyball tournament. Oh, That's that weekend. Man. It's going to fill up all the hotels in downtown Indy. <laughs> Gosh darn it. So, big girls volleyball tournament. So, hey, Lucas good. Oil Stadium is out. Good for girls volleyball. <laughs> yes. I mean, apparently it's a huge deal bringing a ton of people, like 20,000, 30,000 hey. people and like 7,000 hotel rooms booked. So, crazy. But uh, it won't be an indie. We do know that. Okay. You know where the neutral site's going to be, don't you? Where's that? Toronto. Because <laughs> that's neutral if Buffalo's there. Right. Yeah, neutral. Neutral for Buffalo. <laughs> they don't play half their games there. Yeah, but it's going to be uh, decided on uh, later this week, it looks like. I still so. say London. <laughs> London. Just put it in London. That's as neutral as you can get. Oh, gosh. <laughs> that is neutral. <laughs> it's neutral. You want neutral. That's neutral. Yeah. That's, Can't uh, get much more neutral than that. No. No. Go over to jolly old England where they don't care about any of you. Jolly old England. They'll be uh, clamoring for the Jaguars. Hey, don't be don't don't be pushing that button, Travis. Yeah, Jacksonville's team. going all the way. Yeah, maybe uh, until they run into uh, Kansas City in the next round. No, I want the seas to all part and Jacksonville to be left standing. <laughs> that is my goal. Oh, man. And then uh, I see front and center here that I saw uh, yesterday that it looks like uh, you were right that this was one of the lowest rated uh, championship games. Of course it was. Of course, because it was a blowout. I knew it was. And because it's TCU. It was like $22 million uh, kickoff, and then it s- fell down sporadically after that, after the game started getting more out of hand. Because TCU. And it was a blowout. And it was a blowout. I'm not saying that that didn't have an effect on it, but. Because TCU, like I said, they are not they're not a big enough name to be in there. Yeah. I guess, but I don't uh, guess traps, I know. Yeah. Uh, what happened on the ice last night? Uh, Eric's Kraken beat the Sabres four to a three a two goals, pull it out for the Kraken in the third. It was uh, the Devils over the Hurricanes of five to a three. It was uh, the Red Wings. It's baseball score? Nope. They beat the Jets seven to five. Ooh, that is a high scoring. Three affair. goals in the first period, a two in the second and third. Peace. Rangers won in a shootout over the Wild of four to three. It was uh, Penguins over the Canucks five to a four. Uh, if you had the over in this one, it probably was a pretty safe bet. It was a hit, the over. It was 3-3 after one period. And then uh, Pittsburgh go on to win. Uh, the Lightning is 6-3 over the uh, Blue Jackets. Kucherov had a couple of goals in the win for Tampa. Stars with a shootout victory over the Islanders, 2-1. It was, uh, like Eric mentioned, uh, Sports Center, the Blues in overtime with those uh, reverse retro unis last night over the uh, Flames, 4-3. to three. Uh, Sharks over the Coyotes, 4-2. to two. It was the Panthers with uh, Matthew Kachuk's couple of goals. He had a 5-4 to four over the Avalanche there in the NHL last night. 
What's going on uh, tonight? Uh, Capitals, Flyers, uh, Edmonton, and the Ducks. And uh, the uh, two games on TNT tonight is the uh, Predators going up against uh, Austin Matthews and the Maple Leafs and the uh, Sharks going up against the uh, Kings this evening as well. So that is a look at what's happening on the ice. On the ice. So Give me something on ice. Well, you're going to get it. I am. All right, so kind of ping-pong everything else that I wanted to uh, talk about. Um, and what's this uh, trade? So this is gonna this be is a, a rumor that I a saw. A rumored NBA trade, yes. a blockbuster trade. It would. It would totally change the landscape of the NBA. And that is that there are people saying that there is a rumor. Again, this is a rumor, so take it for what you will, that uh, – Possibly, Golden State, dealing with Steph Curry, as we talked about, got lots of young players on their team, and there are people saying that they could try to make a trade for LeBron James. LeBron. What would they need to move uh, to get LeBron? I mean, you have a bunch of young players. You have draft, and then you would give up Wiggins. Oh, my god! Or Poole. Well, then they just sign Poole to a big contract? Yeah, but if you can get LeBron. And keep Draymond. And you have a LeBron, Draymond, Curry, and Thompson team. Travis, I would stay up to watch that team. <laughs> my gosh. <laughs> that would be... That would be a stacked team right there, to it say would. the least. But it seems <laughs> like something – I don't know. I feel like LeBron is frustrated in L.A. There's no denying that. He says he's not. He says he's not, but what else is he going to say? He yeah. knows better than to lob grenades into his own locker room. Yeah. A locker room that basically he built. He built with players he wanted. Mm-hmm. And now none of them are playing. Yep. And AD is on and off the court more often than I am going to games. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's definitely is a tenure there in LA minus that uh bubble title whether you want to call that a legit uh title or not has not been successful no. I think for uh LeBron as well as well as he would have wanted it to go uh there in LA um for him. Yep. So and then, you know, that, that's tough. You, you built the roster. You couldn't help that AD has uh, all, all the injuries uh, there. there. Maybe there was some concerns when, when he went with uh, the Lakers, but you would have expected him to play a little bit more than he has yeah. there for AD, and you didn't think it was going to be a complete disaster that was Russell Westbrook last year. Oh, yeah. And then it continues to be uh, this year. But really, other than that, like, we we said it coming into the I don't remember what we talked about in our preview with the the Lakers, but we looked at the roster and you know besides LeBron, AD, and uh, if Russ could give you anything, but mm-hmm. this team wasn't isn't great uh, no. on paper no. at all. So why he would expect it anything different? But yeah, it just I I would I I would want to see that team. I want to see that team. Let's do it. I 
I don't think that's in the works. I want it to be, Travis. I'm willing it. I'm trying my best to will it into existence. That's something crazy that happened on a video game. Well, yes, of course. That's why we want it in real life. I don't even know that if that would happen in a video game. That's why we want it in real life, Travis. (sighs) Man. (laughs) Blockbuster NBA trade. Be huge. It goes down. Be huge. I want it. A rumor that that Eric threw out there into the universe. No, I saw it from someone else on Facebook. Oh, on Facebook. It was a accredited site. (laughs) Uh, Gotcha. (laughs) Uh, Accredited site. Yes. (laughs) All right. So we got anything else? No, I'm good. You're good. I'm good. All right. So I think we should just call it a day then. I'm good with that. All right. We're calling it. And I'll do it for today. We'll be back to talk more sports tomorrow. And uh, we'll talk to you then. Thanks for listening. Thanks for downloading. And have a great rest of your day. Peace out.